You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is true with Kim. We have a great schus today to hear from Rabbi David Heber, who is a Kashrus administrator. Is of course, a very uh, greatly sought after uh, speaker in areas of halacha, machshove, uh, a person that is ish ashkolius, ish akolboy. He is not only um, the foremost expert in the field of kosher pharmaceuticals, Here's a term I wasn't even familiar with, nutraceuticals, which is, a, you know, maybe a different shear will be mas, but the difference, but what the difference is between a nutraceutical and regular food is, and other medications. And many, many of us don't realize the great debt that we owe Rabdovin and his team for the wonderful Star-K uh, Passover directory. I think there's going to come as man that they're going to change it to just the Pesach directory. I think, I think that uh, Passover is... Is very way 20th century, but I think the Star K Pesach directory is something that we all rely on in our shopping and our stam in terms of our havana. The Murdaster of Kal Avisotzamachedik and Rabdavid Shkayach again. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi for the opportunity. I'd like to speak about transitioning from Purim to Pesach. Of course, we're we're two days after Purim, we're the day after Shushan Purim. But just to start, today really has a little bit of potential Purim, because when you have a Purim Shulish, when this, when Yushalayim, Yerakadosh, in, in two years of Baalein and Taiva, this was already in uh, uh, three years, uh, two years ago. Also, this was the case in Yushalayim, when Purim, we know when Purim here is a Friday, Shushan Purim is a Shabbos in, in Yushalayim. You can't have Purim on Shabbos because you can't lay the Megillah on Shabbos. Because Hashem may have Iran and Dalaramas. So in Yishalayim, they have three days, famous halacha. So when you have the third day of Purim, they, t- today, which is the 16th of Odar, they taka, have the Sudas Purim and, and Shachmonas. So Tezai and Odar, even though technically we're already two days post Purim, Lamai said, we still have a little bit of a, there's still a little Kedushas Purim because today's potentially Purim Mishulish. So we're not going to talk a lot about Purim, but we're going to talk about really coming off of Purim. And going into Pesach, which Pesach means Hashem, four, week, four weeks from today, is the first day of, of, of Pesach. So we, we'll talk about the connection. And there is a connection. Chazal already gave a connection. This is not just a, a, a discussion of something that's, well, we're coming off a portal. Let's, let's not go into Pesach. Rashi tells us on the famous Gemara, Mishanichlas, Mishanichlas Adar Marim B'Simcha. So Rashi, why is Adar so happy? Because you have... Both Purim and Pesach, Samach Zalazah. You have you have two Yom Toivim of Nisim and Iflos, of we give Shachvay Dotari Banishalam for taking us Mehabdus by Pesach and for the, the victory of, of over Haman and, and and so on of Purim. So Chazal saw to it, the Gemara tells us, the cheshivas of Odor is not only that it's Odor, but that it's Samach Lenisan, that it, that they have back to back. In fact, at the end of Odor, when I when I take down the sign that we have somewhere in the house sitting or hanging hanging up, whatever I take it down at the end of Odor, I feel a little guilty that really we should leave it up for the month of Nisan because the whole purpose of Mishnah Odor was also 
Al-Nisan also. So you see, already Chazal gave this connection. There's another connection. Halacha, very Nagel Halacha. This year we're sandwiched between two Ibriyars. So I'll take the liberty to speak about a, a, a little bit about Ibriyar and, and what it, it, how it connects other and Nisan. As is well known, when you have we, the din is that Pesach has to be B'chadish Aviv, as it's a Pesach Chumash, and the Chazal therefore tell us that if if it, uh, we cannot allow Pesach to fall out in the winter time, the way the Luach works is we have 12 months, and each month is based on the Maylad, on the time of the new moon, 29 and a half days, and therefore every month is either 29 days or, or, or 30 days. After 12 months, you basically come back give or take about eight hours, but you're basically back to where you started from. The problem is that it, you're back to where you started from in the Hebrew year. In other words, you, you get the muddle in sync and everything is good. The problem is that th- that only adds up to 354 days and the solar year is 365 days. So it comes out 11 days short and you'll notice, for example, if you want to take your, your Hebrew birthday and you'll see that it moves back 11 days in the in the English calendar. So the Mashal, if Pesach occurs on April 20th, the following year it's going to occur on April 9th, and the following year it's going to occur on uh, March March 31st. The problem is the following year it would occur on March March 20th, which is which is certainly winter. So to avoid this problem, Hazal, the, the Torah created uh, other Shani, which we're familiar with. We had one last year, we'll have one next year. In the in the in the luach that we do while p cheshbon, it comes out there seven ibriyar seven leap years every nineteen years. This year is year number seven of that nineteen year cycle. So last year six was an ibriyar, and next year we'll have year number eight. It'll also be an ibriyar, and actually be very late ibriyar because it's only two years after the last one. And therefore, next year achachal pesach will be on on April the thirtieth. That's how late it'll be. Sometimes it's even in May. The end of Pesach. Akoponim, we have two others. And the question of the Gemara is when when do we celebrate Purim? If you have an other Rishon. And so we, we have two others in order to push ahead the Yom Taivim so that they don't fall behind. So in, other words, in order to avoid that we're going back 11 days, back to the Muslim calendar, the, their year also goes by the moon. Their days, their holy days fall back 11 days and therefore. There are days, for example, they're, they're, they fast Ramadan. Sometimes it's the summer, then it's in the spring, then it's in the then it's in the in the in the winter. It goes back eleven days, so it's in all the seasons. So we we don't allow for such a thing to happen, and therefore we have the Ibriyar. So we have an Ibriyar. The way they they establish it is there's two others. Okay, next year we'll have it. This past year we last year we had it. When is Purim? Everybody knows. Every Chayyim Yigul can tell you that Purim is an, is on a shady, but why is it on a shady? The answer is up to Gemara to be samach ge'ula ge'ula. To, uh, to connect one ge'ula to the next. And this is a very chashmi side because really we have a general rule of mitzvahs. when we have an option to do a mitzvah earlier or later, we have mitzvahs. We do it earlier. So if I could celebrate Purim in other Rishon or other Shani, we should jump to Gun and do it in other Rishon. Practically, it would also be easier how much, how much chametz did you get? We got a lot of chametz and shlachmanis, right? And that's got to be consumed, you know, sooner than later. Imagine if you had six weeks from Purim to Pesach. You'd be able to, to you know, have more time. But Al-Khaponim, they created only an connecting, overrides even the chashivas of the Jews. So you have to understand, 
what's so chashav about this? The answer is, there's a fundamental connection between the Gula of Mitzrayim and the Gula of, of, of from Purim. First of all, I once heard this, I don't know where I heard this from, but the Gula, with the year, of course, begins, Chash begins with, with Nisan. Nisan, we have a, 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 a Gilish Chinah. Right, and the Makais and Kriyas Yamsuf, all of this that took place around Pesach time, in and around Pesach time, was a Gilish Shechina. Purim is Astar's Panim. Purim teaches us how to survive the Golas by Astar's Panim, which means how do we survive Golas where the Rebunashalayim's doesn't reveal himself, things are done. Vastaras Panam, things are done, so to speak, behind the scenes. Miguel Esther, that's all Miguel Esther is about, is about a stars Panam. It's about how the Rebbe Shalom is, is doing mitzvahs, is, is excuse me, the Rebbe Shalom is, is making Nisim, but behind the scenes, the name of a Kosh Baruch Hu doesn't appear in Miguel Esther because it was done by stars Panam. Hamelech is a reference, it's only a hint to Kosh Baruch Hu. But that's the whole, that's the whole use of a stars Panam. We, we, Baruch Shalom is, is looks through the Rosham looks through the cracks. We don't see him, but we know we know Baruch Hu is there. So as we go through the year, as we go, really go through history, we see that they had the Gilish Shechina by 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 Pesach and by the Yemei Neviim all the way up until Purim, and then Purim was that was the beginning of the era of Hastar's Pan, in which we are still in now. We don't have the Neviim to tell us what to do. We have to go ahead and try to figure it out. We don't have that, and therefore we start with a gilish china, and it wanes through the course of the year until until we come to a Purim. There's another connection between a, a Purim and Pesach, and that's that's as follows: Purim and Pesach have something in common, as does Hanukkah, and that is there's an Indian pesume nisa by all three, and that's why women are chayiv in in the mitzayim and in, in specific mitzayim of each day in in Mikra Megillah and the other the other mitzvahs of Purim, there are mechuyiv in Dalat Kaisis, there are mechuyiv in Menaira. We all know the answer. It's Gemara in a few places. Because women were part of, of the Nes. Famous Machalik Shreshainim. What does that mean, they're part of the Nes? Is it Pshat? Some Pshatim learn because they they were part of the decree. Right? right? Everybody, including Tafanashim, including, including everybody, including women. They're part of the miracle. They're part of the decree. Pesach, we know, they're part of the decree. The, the, the pyrog was geyser that women should do the men's job and men should do the women's job. There was pandemonium going on. That was part of the Sheba and part of the Avdus. And third, we have Hanukkah, which they were part of the Nase also. The Yavan went after women as much as men. Some of them learned that though they were an equal part of the miracle. You had Yehudis by Hanukkah, you had Mishun Hashikonis by Pesach, and you had Esther Malka by by Purim. So we have this. So why these three areas of Afenhoyabaisahanes? All these three areas are Pursume Nisa. When we lay the Megillah, Pursume Nisa, Minaira, of course, Pursume Nisa, and even Dalit Kaisis is an aspect of Pursume Nisa and, and Nashim. Women have to be part of that for the for the reasons that we gave. I once heard a site, I don't remember who I heard it's from, but it's interesting that each of these Pursume Nisas is before some in a different place. Think about it. The Pesume Nisa Megillah is in the Besach Knesset, primarily. Of course, you can lay it in your house, but the Iker Mokim is to do it in Shul Bereivam. That's the, that's the proper way to have um, um, Kriyasa Megillah. 
This will be Nisa of, of Pesach, which is symbolized by the Talakaisis and the other the whole Seder night, is done in a home. Seder is done in one's home. Hanukkah, there the Pesach in the street. You light the menorah either outside or, or in your window. The Pesach is for the street. I once heard that the Pshat is the Pesach that we do in each of these Yom Toivim are connected the 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 rashless and the sorrow and the problem of the error of these Yom Tovim. Hanukkah with, with Yavanim, where was the problem? The problem was in the street, right? They were out, you know, dressed like Yavanim, acting like Yavanim. This was in the public square, in the public forum. They were they were mashpia on Chayim ben Yisrael to become a Yavanim. Yavanim were mashpia, then Yavanim themselves were were mashpia on their own brothers and sisters and families, and friends, and it was a terrible thing. So to offset this pirza in Klal where there was a takola in the street, we, we, we go ahead and we celebrate Hanukkah, so to speak, with Pesumidis in the street. Purim, where was the, where was the takola? Where was the problem? Chazal tells us, the Gemara tells us, that, um, why were they chayv kloya? Why was Klal Yisrael chayv kloya? Because so one shot is because they were they were nanimous to Russia. One shot is because they bounced Chanetzar But but according to the answer that the problem was that they were nanimous to Russia. What was the problem with that? There was a big problem. The problem was they lost, they were miyayish from from the Beis Hamikdash because the Sudaf. Achashverosh was done to celebrate, like Balshatzar, was done to celebrate the fact that the seventy years, according to his cheshbon, were done, and they took the kelim beis hamikdash and they were mafazah the kelim of the beis hamikdash, and the yid went to such a party. What a bizoyin, because they were miyayish. Yitzchak writes that the yid of giving matas sabiyonim is because Chayisrael were miyayish, and therefore matas sabiyonim. He writes from the Rambam writes your daimel shchina because the shchina pulled us out of the yish, and so too. Klai saw there's a year should go to a party. I like to use a marshal. Imagine being invited to a party where they have Sifri Torah as the carpet. Would you go to such a party? Of course not. Who would dream walking in a home where they took Sifri Torah rolled out to be a vase that you step on? That's what this party was. The party was not, not literally Sifri Torah, but it was Kelis English, which they were Mavaza. So the, the Pirza was in the Mikdash. So where do we have the Pirza Nisa? In our Mikdash Ma'at, in the Besaknesis. Therefore, that's the Ikram Makam of. Of, of the of the of the Megillah comes Pesach, and now so we're moving as we move through the year. We actually get smaller and smaller, so to speak. The so we started Hanukkah with the street. That's where Hanukkah was. Then we make a little a little more of, of a more focus group called the Shul, and therefore you have the Pesmenis in the Shul. Now we come to the bias. Then you come to the end of the year. If we're going into the year starting with Tish right now, come now to the bias. What was the Pirza in 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 Ba'itzis Mitzrayim and, and Mitzrayim was the home. Paro attempted to destroy the Yiddish Shtub. Paro said, okay, the men are gonna do the women's work and they're gonna do so the women's gonna do the men's work. But I don't know about you, but if I'd be in charge of 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 the of the in my home of cooking and baking and making sure everything is taken care of and having everything, it would be a disaster. It would it would be stress, like you can't believe. Because I wouldn't be able to do it and put for carrot. Right, the opposite is also is also true. So, Bazoi, this was Paro's 
intention to create a stressful atmosphere and environment in the home with things going wrong. Eventually, obviously, the men learned it, the women learned it, they got to do it, but it was with tremendous stress and different song bias was difficult. And furthermore, you, you find that you took the or right to go ahead and kill Yiddish Kinder also created a whole stress. Look at it, look at the look at Meshar um, um, who was born only after Miriam came and said, you know, this home must stay intact. Right, so you see, they came with a cheshbon. Amru came with a cheshbon that no, let's let's break up this home, right? So you see, the home was under a tremendous attack. So we celebrate when Nisa, Nisa is in the house, Nisa is in our own home and our own bias. So therefore, we go come out of out of the we we're mekadesh and we take the 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 kedusha from the Knesset of Purim and we bring it into our own home because you don't have to go to shul to have a mikdash ma'at a, a beisak knesses. I'm sorry, a home is also certainly a Mikdash Ma'at. Now, it's very interesting. Uh, at the pace of Chesedah, we know, we know the story of Purim took place on Peretan, the Peretan of Dalin. Rashi says that Vayavor Mordechai, Mordechai was Oiver. What was he, Oiver? Zach Rashi. Um, in Peretan Dalin, Vayavor Mordechai, Vayas, Chalashat Sivah, Olav Esther. They fast. Esther just said, Lech 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 Kol Yehudim, Tzumah Lech 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 to, to be over on the law. They fasted. Not only that, not only that, they couldn't even eat the matzah. They were matzah, everything They didn't eat. Plus, they fasted. This story took place on Pesach. And we say it in Haggadah. Right? We, where, where is Purim? Where is Purim in Haggadah? Where is Purim in Haggadah? So it's in, it's in, it's in, we sing, we sing it, we sing, we sing, we sing, from Zaydi used to sing, and, uh, and my father will show me to sing, but we sing, there's a line that says, which means, it really, really is taken from the Yitzis of, of, Shabbos, of Shabbos and, and, and Shabbos Chaydish. Uh, we have the, these Putim are coming, and so on. So what does it mean? You began your triumph over Haman when you disturbed You began your triumph over Haman when you disturbed the sleep of the king on the second night of Pesach. Because it was Tazai, like Rashi says. And we know also, Haman went out and he saw they were, they were taking the Kamitzah because it was the day of, of, of the Oimer. They were learning. They had no Bishabingosh. They couldn't bring the carbon Oimer. So they learned about the carbon Oimer. And that's where that's where Haman said, your, your little Oimer over here, worth, you know, worth a dollar and a quarter, is worth more than all the money that I gave to, to, to you know, the, the, to give, Al-Kinzi HaMelech, to give to, to give to Hashverosh. In, in, in Vemertem Zavach Pesach, we also speak about Something that occurred on the second day of Pesach. Zayamu sedaimim v'leyatuva esh ba Pesach. The men of stone angered Hashem, and they were consumed in flames on Pesach. To mention Rabba, the Rashi Rashi brings this in, in Parshas Vayera, where it says that this event took place on the sixteenth of Nisan, and that also answers the the the, the uh, destruction of Stoim. First of all, matzahs, they were, they were busy with matzahs in the parasha because it was, it was, it was Pesach. 
Number two, Rashi tells us, I once saw a nice site, Rashi tells us, we know Rashi says that the sun and the moon were up by the destruction of Saddam. Why? Because, because we wanted to show, that Baruch wanted to show that you think, you know, they, they would say, well, if the Avedah Zara, you know, if the sun was up, if you destroy Saddam at night, then, um, you know, the God, the God of the day wasn't there. And if you destroy the, the, the day, the God of the night wasn't there, the moon, the sun, so Hashem destroyed it in front of the sun of the moon. So no one would tell you that they needed their gods. They're not God. They're there. They watched the whole thing. They couldn't do anything. Right? Right? And so on. They couldn't do anything about it. When, when did the sun of the moon up in the early morning hours? Full moon on the 16th of the month. Because on the 15th of the month, the sun comes up, the moon goes down. And then the moon comes up and the sun goes down. The next day, the moon comes up an hour later, comes up an hour after Shkia, and sets an hour after Nates. So Pshat is in early morning hours after Nates, on the 16th of the day, the 16th of every month, right? You have this really beautiful sight. The sun's coming up in the east, and the moon, this big full moon, is going down in the west, but they're both up. So you see that Stoyim was destroyed on the 16th of, of Pesach, on the 16th of Nisan. And of course, Right, this was the, the, the first day of, of Sri Saimer that we have. As we know, every day has a certain theme to it, a certain kadusha to it. And that we tie them all together. Tishabov's theme is Avelis, so everything that ties in is Avelis and and Lovey and things will get better and so on. And Pesach has a theme and and, and Sukkah has a theme and all the Yonim tie in together. You can tie a little Vanessa against Shaikh's with Sukkah. All everything ties in. That's the, the, the theme of, of the Indian. How are these two connected? What's, what's the shot that you have the downfall of, of Haman? If the downfall of Haman comes on the 16th of Nisan, this Machlech Srishayim, Grad Rashi, two verses in Rashi, whether or not he actually was hung on the 16th or he was hung at night already, it was the 17th. What is the yard set of Haman? Is Machlech Srishayim? Was it 16th or was it 17th? Agav, Hitler Yemach Shemai, was born on Chalamai Pesach. Right? Almost as if not, not on the first day. He was born on Cholomite Pesach, April 20th, 1889, was when he was born. It was Cholomite, almost as if Haman died Cholomite Pesach, and, you know, the same Tkufa, the same era. One of the Slan, the, the Haman. David, the Tliya didn't necessarily result in immediate death. Even if you say that the Tliya occurred on the 16th, it could be, it was only Yotze Nishmosei, could be right. So it's yeah. when they actually hung them. But again, some just say it happened tonight. By the time the party was over and they got him out there, it was, it was late in the day. Well, even, if they, even if they got him up there, a person dies, uh, as my friend uh, pointed out to me recently, from the from the compression of of the lungs that occurs when you're hung 50, uh, 50 amas high. It's a slow and painful death. Right, that could be, but whatever, either way, it was Yitzayim, but he was, he was uh, Hitler was sometime a little later, I'm not sure which day, but Lemaisa, uh, we can look it up, we'll find it. I'll go upon him, you have this event, what's the connection between, between these Yitzayim? I want to tell you like this. Um, when, when someone becomes free, when, you, when a person is, is free, a person has a hergish of being selfish. In other words, if I'm a shubit to something, and I'm busy with something, and I'm icy with something, so I'm busy, I'm, I'm tied up, I can't really do what I want. All of a sudden, if I'm free, now I'm a free man, I can do whatever I want. And very often, self, a person can be selfish, and you find it sometimes, 
people who mamish were busy, were tired and tired and tired. And then when they're done, they, they're, for whatever reason, they, they retire. Oh, yes, it's about me. I really served my time, right? I could do I could do as I please. A couple of or someone's whatever, Evan. You see this also, you know, Elena, when, when there's, there's, you know, a person has opportunity where, where, where there's a blackout, let's say, and then the police can't do their job because the city's blacked out. Yeah, people do things they would never imagine doing because oh, they're free. Normally, I'm a sh- I have a shiva to the, to the law enforcement. Now, no one sees, no one does. They do, you know, the Ganavis and who knows what. They go into stores, they loot stores. It's a terrible thing. This, these things happen because there's a certain freedom that sets in of, 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 of a person. Obviously, a person has to control it. Klai Yisrael, we went out of Mitzrayim, there was a sense of, of freedom. We're done. We're there 210 years. It was key 400 years. And now we're finished. We're done. No more. So what happens to of now it's about me could easily set in. And this really, there's this two, two words that we have. One is called Ahrayis, responsible to others. And one is about, you know, um, the ability to, to, I have rights. I have personal rights. I have rights, responsibilities. But very often they clash. My rights may clash with my responsibility. I just give a marshal. If I want to listen to music in my backyard, so I could turn on the music, right? I have the rights. It's my backyard, my own. What if I want to go three o'clock in the morning and blast the music? So I have a right. No, well, one second. That's clashing with the rights of my neighbors because my neighbors want to sleep. They can't sleep if I'm playing music in my backyard. So very often the rights and responsibilities clash. If I'm driving, I have the right to drive. I have a driver's license. But I have responsibility on the road. I have to go to, you know, obey the obey the signs, obey the speed limit, you know, not cut off people, not do dangerous things. That's my rights. That's my responsibility to go to go drive the wrong way, down the street because the person's in a rush. <laughs> it's irresponsible. I don't have the right to do that either, right? My rights end at a certain point. Klal is about achrayis. That's our ikker. Dumas ha'olam are about rights, right? The Constitution is a bill of rights. You have the right to do it. Sometimes your rights clash with responsibility, but life starts in, by dumas ha'olam with your rights. You have the right to do what you want, provided that it doesn't clash with someone with your responsibility. So you have to drive properly and you have to do what you have to do. You can't you know, you can't be in people's way, but basically you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want because the ichor is you, right? The ichor is me. That's the rights. Freedom of this, freedom of that. I can do whatever I want. I have personal freedoms, but that's the ichor. My responsibilities are tough. By Klal Yisrael, the ichor is responsibility. The ichor is, is, is a Christ. Now, obviously, I need rights to, to perform that. I need I need the right to, to go around. I need the right to, you know, I have, I, I have to take care of myself. I can't just be responsible with somebody else 24-7. I have to sleep. I have to eat. But life begins with responsibility. I once even heard this from Shiva Baron Feldman in Baltimore. It's concept of, but they didn't the way they're set up. But they didn't of Yiddish din begins with the Harayas versus the Udara Masailam, which begins with rights. Mamish, it's, it's even built in, into, these Inyan were built into Chayshim Mishpat. Stoim, and, and that's why Svir Soimer, what do we have Svir Soimer? We have Avelis, what are we misavel on? We're misavel on the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, who died during Svir Soimer. Why? Because they lacked that. So Novu Kovet said, was about themselves. They didn't have Kovet. I'm the Iker. I don't need to Muhammad you. So so they lacked that. When, when were they punished? The punishment began on the second day of, of the second day of Pesach. But Svir Soimer, because Svir Soimer is this man that's Mesugal, that Klai Yisrael began immediately working on their Musar, working on their Midas Taivas, because coming out of Mitzrayim, 
there was a there was a terrible lack of that, and therefore this one they worked on it. So the Talmud Rebekiva, the Zman of Sfiris Haimer, was good for this period of time because that's the time you work on yourself. And unfortunately, they 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 didn't, or if they did, they didn't succeed, and therefore they perished the women's during this time. So this ties in everybody. Stoim, we're trying to answer why the second day of Pesach has all these connections. We have a Mishnah Perkeyavis, famous Mishnah. Right? If I say Shali Shalach, Shalach Shalach, right? I'm a person tzaddik. If I say Shali, you know, Shali Shali Shalach Shali, so then I'm, I'm a person of Russia, I want, I want your stuff too. Shali Shali Shalach Shalach, it's like the Mishnah. That's me, the Bainus, the average guy. The average guy. Some say, Shaimrim, Zumida Stein. What do you mean, Stein? What do you mean, Stein? I mean, I just buy my business, right? I have what I have. I don't have time for you. Why is that me the Stein? That's so bad. Right? In fact, one man never says it's me the Bainus. Teretz says it's terrible. It's called selfishness. Shalit Shalit Shalach Shalach says, You have a problem? Too bad. Right? Too bad. You're a guest here in town. What are you doing here? You have nowhere to stay. You're, you're a nuisance to society. We don't have responsibility to you. You don't live here. And even if you live here, we don't have responsibility. Someone has no money. Too bad. Let them let them starve. Starve to death. We're not a stalker. We're not giving stalker. Stalin was about the rights became a religion. It became a chiv. It became lesser to be responsible. It became lesser to help anybody else. And therefore, this shalit shalit shalach shalach is the, is the basis of Bida Stein. It's where I don't care about you. I don't care about the next person. Their downfall comes on the second day of Pesach because that's the day that the loss of Klai Yisrael would come out of Mitzrayim and learn about Achrayas. Learn about life is not about me. It's about Yenem. It's Be'ikr about responsibility. Yes, I have rights. I have to take care of myself. But Be'ikr, it's about the next person. And therefore, Stoim, who did not know this, they had their downfall on this day. Haman comes from Amalek. Amalek does not believe in Rebbe Shalom. That's their whole motto. They don't believe in Rebbe Shalom. That's Purim. Is, everything's by chance. Everything's a poor. We as Yidin believe even a poor is not by chance. If I win the lottery, I can't buy a lottery ticket. But if I did and I won, it wouldn't be by chance. Rebbe Shalom decided I should become a multimillionaire for winning the lottery. That's what we believe. Duma Shalom believe poor, total chance. Mama Shalom chance. Haman does believe, doesn't believe in Abishter. Doesn't believe in Rebbe Shalom. Oh. Therefore, his downfall also comes because you don't believe in Baruch Shalom. You have no achrayis. What, what, what are the achrayis to who? To what? Who am I achrayis to? I have to take care of somebody else? No, it's about me. It's the life's about me. If the person doesn't believe in, in Akash Baruch Hu, this is what happens. In fact, the, the Medrash tells us, because those in the honor are the epitome of achrayis, epitome of responsibility. Someone takes care of, of a spouse. That's Achrayas. That's all. Probably gets married. To, to, to a spouse, to children, and so on. So in the Oimer, which came on this day, the carbon Oimer, which also had a level of Achrayas, to make it, you had to grind the flour, and, and it, was, it was an Avoida. But the Oimer, which is this man of Achrayas, that's that certainly comes with Achrayas of, of, of all the Yonim. Of of sign ruchni sign gashmias of, of of physically and spiritually Eretz Yisrael of, of the conquering Eretz Yisrael of uh, Yeshua ben Nun and so on was certainly shemenes achrayis and therefore you show that you're responsible because you've learned the lessons of Pesach of the Yemei So it's no coincidence that in Vayimachzi Alayla we say this 
and we say we talk about story, we talk about um, we talk about the the of the victory of Kali Israel, not the Shasachalach. That's the turning point. That's what the Balkari says it out loud because they're ultimately intertwined, certainly with each other. I just want to end with the one connection. I heard my son-in-law told me, asked me a question. I got a, a text from him on, on, on Titus Esther. What five words appear both in Megillus Esther and Haggadah? So there's five words, pretty the same, just a statement. Well, I was thinking, I think I quickly, you know, it was middle of work, I quickly skimmed, look, looking, couldn't find the answer. The answer is found in the Paraktes, Pesach of Pes. We say, That's part of, that's what Purim is, the full Pesach is, We say that in the Brach of Asher Ga'olanu, also, those five words are shared both by Purim and both by Pesach, because ultimately by both of them, the Taka, just as Odra was Nepach, so to Pesach, the first night of Pesach is the same night of the week as Tisha B'Av. Not a coincidence, because when we celebrate the Gaul of Pesach, we always know we're still in Gaulus, and therefore Tisha B'Av is a bunch of weeks later, because we're still in Avelis, we have that on our mind, and been hugging by the Seder. People, some people eat an egg. In, in Echa, it's mentions, it's, it hints to the murder as well. Um, so you have back and forth connections to Pesach and Tisha B'Av, because that, that's the, that Pesach and Tisha B'Av are without the full Gaula, we can't fully appreciate the Haggadah because we're not Pagula. So we have, you know, in the rear view mirror, rather for the front view mirror, we have Tisha B'Av in front of us. So that we dive on, on Pesach, we say in the Tzil, we actually dive in it, that it should be, it's, it's ironic that on Purim, when it was Hastaras Panim, we say that this day became, it happened already. On Pesach, we dive in for it. We dive in. That it should be, it should be napach biyagel l'simcha umeivel yantav. The schus of getting early starts, using makdimin and preparing for Pesach, and maybe you could say preparing for next Purim, or just the little the sites as we said, the, the little bit get the last the last moments of of uh, of a little connection to Purim. Yitakov should be zaycha to have me that 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 klaisol should go biyagel l'simcha umeivel yantav umeivel yantav with kamish shechzem b'mevriyamein amen. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.